And welcome to TCC. I am indeed your host, M. Halsell Jr., a.k.a. Oh, yeah, I know you guys are always ready for those AKAs, baby. A.k.a. Haru Emeket, a.k.a. Abdullah Malik Ali. Even if you guys say, oh, yeah, 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 we really, I'm really sick and tired of this, man. Oh, I'm so sick and tired of it. Here we go. We're going to keep it going, baby, a.k.a. Malachi Ben Yisrael, a.k.a. Eagle Eye, a.k.a. The Red Lion, a.k.a. The Hurricane, a.k.a. Uncle Vic, a.k.a. I Am, and this is The Conscious Chronic, a.k.a. The Conscious Chronic Podcast. Yeah, that's right. Even our show's title has an a.k.a. That's right. That's right. It's been a while since I've been with you guys. So glad you guys are here. And you know what this is. This is indeed a podcast that demands that it's time to stop all the bull, Tish. Wake up and elevate our minds to a higher level of consciousness. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And this is all in conjunction and in reference to the state of mental health in America today. That's right. Not some of America, but indeed all of America. And when I say all of America, man, I'm going to tell you something. I mean people just like this guy, this Derek Chavon or Chauvin or whatever his name is, who just got sentenced, uh, or rather should I say not sentenced, but he, he was found guilty. Okay, he was found guilty. We don't know what the sentence is going to be like, but just, man, that, that's the point I'm trying to make. You know, all this trauma, all this traumatizing stuff, because this is what the subject is about today. Trauma, trauma, childhood trauma. And believe me when I tell you that a lot of these children are out here watching all of the stuff that's taking place and they are indeed traumatized, baby. You better believe they are indeed traumatized. Don't think that these kids are not watching and hearing and seeing this stuff, okay? They're definitely watching and seeing it because they, they have to be involved because every parent out there is telling them to watch yourself, especially the young black males, watch yourself, and the young black girls. Watch yourself, but particularly those, those young black men, they just seem to just, oh, you know, they just, they really just, they're after us. They're just really after us, you know, after our young black males, black males, period, you know, and we see a lot of these females, we see females getting uh, gunned down now too. We just see, we just saw what happened to this young lady, Micaiah Bryant, I think it's Micaiah Bryant. We just saw what happened to her, right? So, you know, we, we see all, we see what what's happening, with, uh, we saw what happened uh, to Damante Wright, right? We saw that. We see it all this stuff. Like I said, we talk about this Derek Chauvin, uh, Chauvin being found guilty. That's great. You know, all of them should have been found guilty when it came down to the killing of blacks or unarmed any unarmed anybody. But you know, come on, we know who they're doing this uh, against, and, and, and you know who they're killing like that. They're taking us out. I'm gonna read some stuff for you guys. You know, it's a beautiful day. I'm so glad you guys are here. It's a great show. Doesn't have to be great. It can just be good because good is good enough for God. We are indeed talking about trauma, childhood trauma. I'm gonna tell you about some of my experiences and so on and so on, and how these things really do indeed affect us as we get older or as we become uh, adults, <clears throat> as we uh, come into our adulthood. Okay, it definitely does mess with ya. It definitely does mess with you. I'm gonna read some stuff off here. <clears throat> Please be patient with me. You know, it, it's a beautiful spring morning, and I want you guys to know, you know, that I love spring. Spring is my favorite time of the year, spring and summer. I'm a summer baby. I want you guys uh, to know that, you know, uh, when it comes down to, you know, we don't really want to, you know, make this a bad summer, a spring and summer. We really don't. But, you know, it seems like the devil is just constantly, constantly trying to make that a thing. Constantly trying to make that a thing with it, because if you if you look at this thing, I'm gonna read some stuff off, okay? And I want you to check this out. And it's not just about a bad summer. It's not just about a bad. It's about a bad damn year every damn year, 
okay? Especially for us as black folks who sitting back here getting gunned down. We ain't got no damn gun. As you can see what happened to this young man in the bathroom of his high school, this 17-year-old young man who was just uh, gunned down by the police inside of a bathroom. You guys see that? Yeah. And they lied. They talked about the young man had a gun and shot the police and whatnot. And if he had a gun, it wasn't visible. Most likely in his backpack. Shouldn't have been taking a gun to school in the first place. We really had one. But the thing about it is they're kind of, you know, they're really trying to, you know, hold back a lot of information on this stuff. They're really doing this devilish ass thing. We're holding back a lot of the information, holding back a lot of the, the body cams. You know, they even, you know, trying to you know, send out videos without uh, sound and all this kind of crazy stuff. They're always doing stuff, always trying to manipulate the camera. They cut it on and off at their convenience. This is exactly what the hell they're doing. You know, when they know they're about to do some more dirty ass shit they, that they actually had planned, you know, as soon as they got the call, especially when they found out it was a black man. Oh, yeah, well, let me, I already got some already. I already have some plan in the first place. Go ahead and give me a damn jigger, you know? So let me go ahead and I'll see about trying to go ahead and come up with a little plan here. So, you know, one of the things I'm going to cut the camera off, to cut my body cam off and the volume down and all this kind of stuff, you know, to make sure, you know, but nothing's clear. All this old devilish ass shit that they're doing, man. This is sick. It's a real sick thing. I'm going to read this thing. It's coming. It, it, this, this comes from Newsweek. Yeah. Newsweek. And I just got this this morning. And I was just kind of curious. It says that 181 black people have been killed killed by police since George Floyd's death. And, you know, I was kind of curious about this because I've been, I keep hearing about this stuff. And you, you would think that it would slow down or that it would have slowed down by now, right? You would have thought that this would have slowed down by now. And I tell you, I, I'm telling you about this childhood trauma. And, I, and I'm coming at you with childhood uh, trauma. This is the main topic of the day. Childhood trauma. Now, if you're going to stand here and make me believe, and I, I, like I said, I can go back and I can tell you about some things that, you know, and, and everybody has a little bit of childhood trauma, man, especially if we, if we witness some things. I'm, I'm kind of going off track because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be doing a series on this, okay? I'm going to be doing a little small series on this. This is, uh, this is the second season of, of the Conscious Chronic Podcast, okay? I'm going to try to beef some things up for you guys. That first season, you know, it, it was okay. I enjoyed it. I was just, you know, kind of feeling the waters there. I'm going to see what I can do as far as really trying to get you guys some really, some really good content here. You know, make you guys want to really listen in to find out some good information about things. You know, a lot of things that the mainstream, the mainstream news does not want you to know and will not tell you. They don't want to release it because they're afraid that it may make certain people look bad. You know? And you can't help that because they, and it doesn't make any, and they're doing this by race. They're constantly trying to make the white race look so great out here by not giving up a lot of information when they do wrong. But every time you turn around, you're putting somebody here about a black man. And you got his face pictured and posted all over the damn place. They're doing all kinds of little crazy stuff. It's the racist. Every white person is not a racist. Okay. Every white person is not a racist. If you're a racist, you know where I'm coming from. <laughs> you know the tricks, right? <laughs> okay. If you're not a white racist, then perhaps this is something new to you too. Well, let, let, let me, oh, gee, let, let me kind of listen in so I can learn some things here. You know? And that's what it's about. Learning. It's about learning. Nobody really gives a damn until it happens to your kid, right? Nobody really gives a damn until it happens to your child, your husband, you know, your daughter. It doesn't matter. You know, because it hadn't happened to my my niece, my nephew, you know, like I said, you know, it doesn't matter. Nobody's giving a damn. And I'm going to tell you something. It can stop. All this stuff can stop when it comes out of this, this, uh, this police killings and so on and so on. And it, it can stop in various ways. I like to give uh, my way of how we can stop this. I mean, damn, stop it, too. But if I if I mention how we can actually stop this, 
FBI, CIA, and all of them coming to my damn door. You see what I'm saying? Because if I give that out over the air, you can listen to it. I don't give a damn. I mean, most of them are listening any damn way. They got you got your houses booked. Most of you have your phone. Your, it's, it's your phones. You listen to every damn thing that come out of your damn mouth on these damn phones. That's why you want you to have them so bad. We're gonna be doing some things about that, and then pretty soon it's gonna be a, a thing where you you won't you really won't be able to uh to leave your home without a phone. You know. But they have something in mind for that, just in case you mess around and you forget that phone, you know, and they have that little that, that little app or whatever that is on the phone to show that you got your shot, you know? Yeah, yeah, because there's going to be some people going to be losing their telephones. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be some things. There's going to be some things kind of going wrong with that. So they're going to have to, like, you know, yeah, the phone thing is working. You know, you show us that little thing on your phone right there to show that you can get your pass, you know, that you gave it to buy this ticket, that you gave it to board this plane, that you gave it to do this or do that, even a merry-go-round, you know, at, at, at the local fair. You know, show that on your phone. Let me see your app. That, oh, you got your shot. Oh, you're okay. You're good to go. You're good to go. If you don't have your shot, can you show us something on your telephone that, sh- that shows that you or indicates you've gotten your shot? And if you can't do it, if you can't produce it, then guess what? You won't be able to get on the damn merry-go-round. Okay? Maybe I should say the Ferris wheel. The Ferris wheel. The merry-go-round is kind of for children. I meant to say the Ferris wheel. You don't find too many grown folks getting on the merry-go-round. Even I'm telling you right now, the merry-go-round. I still like the merry-go-round when I go to the to the fair. I'd be I'd be looking up for the horses bouncing up and down, going around in circles. I'd be like, damn. And the sad part about it is, you guys, when I was in the north, I used to actually work for a carnival, and I used to run the merry-go-round. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was so much fun. Up there on the steel pier in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Yeah, Donald Trump's mess. Yeah, but it was fun though. But nevertheless, man, this is what I'm talking about. Let me stay on subject here. See if I can stay on subject because it is a big merry-go-round, man. This is crazy what we're going through. This is sick and it's sad, and I can't tell. I can't. I, I can't tell what my solution would be because I guarantee mine would be more like uh, along the lines of mafia style. How many Italians do the, do you hear him killing? Hmm? You hear too many of them, do you? You hear too many of them being like them specifically targeting Italians. I dare you, police. I dare any police to start targeting Italians. They won't do it. I guarantee they won't do it. They're only going to attack who they feel will not retaliate on them. Okay, and their kind, their families, and so forth and so on. These are, they're doing it with weakness, man. They're doing it with weakness, and they're doing it to the weak. That's right, because they look at us as black men as being weak. Okay? That's why, because there's no such thing as retaliation. Okay, and that's the only damn thing the devil understands is retaliation. That's it, man. Fighting fire with fire. You come up with that holy wall you damn want to, and them forgiving tears. Ain't nothing gonna change. Cause I ain't gonna distinguish they fire. Not at all. 181 black people have been killed by police since George Floyd's death by Catherine Fung on uh 4 2021 at 5 10 p.m. EDT, baby. Okay. Let's get this in. Let me, I'm gonna read this, guys. I'm gonna read this to you. It says since George Floyd's death last May while in Minneapolis, while in Minneapolis police custody. 181 black people in the U.S. have been killed by the police, according to data from research group Mapping Police Violence. Of the 966 police killings reported since May 25th, 2020, the database shows the database shows that black people account for 18.7 percent, despite despite making up 13 percent of the U.S. population, according to the Census Bureau. Which I, I still don't believe that we make up uh, just only 13 percent. I think that is a ploy to keep our mind. And then now check this out. Watch police killings of white victims made up 37 percent of of the total uh, deaths. White Americans are 76.3 percent of the population. The Census Bureau said. I don't believe that. That's a lie. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe there's many white people in the United States compared to blacks and browns and so on and so on. Like you say blacks, but you know, at the same time, 
okay they they they, they put us in the category of black and a lot of us are, are really just brown but they put us in that place i guess you know you can't distinguish a black person you can't say this person is black and that person is this and that. You can't even do it to white people. White people don't even like you categorize. A lot of white people don't even want to be categorized as white. Believe it or not, they really don't. <laughs> You'd be amazing. Mapping police violence. Back to reading. Mapping police violence. Mapping police violence's database data also indicates that of the total police killings since Floyd's death, 11.7 percent were Hispanic victims, 1 percent were Native American, and another 1 percent were Asian or Pacific Islander. The race of the victim was unknown in 359 deaths. Wow, I bet. Last summer, Floyd. Okay, we're going to continue on with this Newsweek newsletter. Whatever it is, this news it's from Newsweek, folks. It said that last summer, Floyd's death ignited racial injustice protests across the nation, with millions taking to the streets to demand police reform. Some also called called on local governments to defund their police department by reinvesting in their community services as a way to address police violence against people of color. Despite the renewed push for the law enforcement changes, data from mapping police violence showed that police are still killing at rates similar to past years and that 319 people have been killed by police in 2021. That's right, this year, babies. On Tuesday, a jury found former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin guilty of all charges, including murder in Floyd's death. A video of the arrest shows Chauvin kneeling on the black man's neck for over nine minutes while Floyd told officers he couldn't breathe. In the 1,127 police killings recorded in 2020, only 16 cases, or about 1.4%, resulted in a charge against the offending officer. Of the officers identified by mapping police violence, at least 14 has shot or killed someone in the past. How about that? How about that? Man, I'm telling you, we all know what this is all about, man. We know what this is, man. Okay? We know what this is. And, and when you talk about black foot police officers and so on and so on, I don't like black police officers anymore than I really do white ones, but I, I, I kind of trust them a little bit. Simply because you might get one who might say, hey, you know, we're cool. And I'm not saying I haven't found any cool police or white police officers, man. All of them are not like that, okay? All of them are not like that, but still you have so many of them who are, okay? And you never know who is and who isn't. And that's the point, right? Okay, it says here, uh, I'm going to go to this caption here that's under this pic that I have here. People marched on April 17th near the state capitol in Denver to, to protest the fatal police shootings of Dante Wright and Adam Toledo. Since George Floyd died in Minneapolis police custody last May, 181 black people have been killed by police in the U.S. It ain't no slowing down. It kind of gives them a, a way of being able to keep it going. Yeah, especially now since they've gotten this uh, new thing. Uh, have you all heard about this qualified immunity? Yeah, qualified immunity that the police now have. That's right. It kind of gives them. It's, uh, it's almost like, I guess, it's almost like a diplomat. They can do no wrong. They can bust in your damn house, kill you the hell all up, including your dog. Don't make no damn difference what it is. But guess what? Ain't nothing gonna happen to them. It could be a mistake. It could be done on purpose. They can just say it was a mistake. They can come up in there and ain't nothing gonna happen to them. They're only gonna get a little slap on the wrist and say, hey, you know what? You guys shouldn't have done that. Why'd you guys do that? I'm gonna do the white Karen voice, the white woman voice. Why'd you guys do that? 
It's almost like, you know, uh, talking to your kids, you know, your eight and nine year old kids, you know, about why they went and put uh, 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 frogs inside the neighbor's mailbox or lizards inside the neighbor's mailbox, you know, as a little joke. Why'd you guys do that? Boys will be boys. Type of attitude. You see what I'm saying? Okay, it says numbers gathered between 2013 and 2020. Numbers gathered between 2013 and 2020 indicate that black people are three times more like this is the first time I'm reading this, guys. This kind of kind of rolling over me. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't pre-read. Show that indicate that black people are three times more likely to be killed by police than white people, despite being 1.3 times more likely to be unarmed than white people. Let me say that one more again. Okay. Numbers between numbers gathered between 2013 and 2020 indicate that black people are three times more likely to be killed by police than white people. We already know that. Despite being 1.3 times more likely to be unarmed than white people. Despite being 1.3 times more likely. Okay, these figures are amplified when looking at the county's largest cities. In 47 of the 50 largest U.S. cities, police kill black people at higher rates than white people. Surprise, surprise, surprise. In Chicago, police kill black people at a rate of 22 times more than that of white people. Based on killings per 100,000 population. Wait, hold on. Yeah. In Miami... Racial disparities could not be calculated because every person killed by the city's police department was black or brown. Damn. Over time, did you hear that? Do you hear what I just said? Let me see. In Miami, racial disparities could not be calculated because every person killed by the city's police department was black or brown. Over time, police killings have decreased in cities. In cities. However, these deaths have been on the rise in suburban and rural areas, suburban and rural areas. And while some cities have been substantial, have seen substantial reductions in police killings, like Chicago, other cities like Denver have not. Of the 181 police killings of police, of black people uh, by police, since, uh, let, me, let me get this right. Of the 181 police killings of black people since Floyd's death, the highest number of killings occurred in Florida with 19 victims, followed by California, where there were 17, and Texas and Georgia, which each recorded 13. Of the police killings documented in 2020, traffic stops were listed as the initial police encounter in 121 deaths. How about the, uh, a mere traffic stop? Yeah. Yeah. Saw him with his telephone, pick up his telephone. He's got a gun! On April 11th, a few miles away from the Chauvin trial, Dante Wright, a black man, was shot by police during a routine traffic stop in Brooklyn Center. Wright's death has once again reignited demands, reignited demands to end police brutality. Okay, end of that quote. Uh, by Newsweek again. Uh, that was, like I said, on 420. So, uh, it is ridiculous. It's outright, downright sick. It's sick. And the sad part about it is you have to get this feeling, man. You have to get this weird, 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 sick, uh, alienated feeling 
but at the same time, it's a feeling that seems to be so, so, we, we just, we're so used to it by now. But still, we never get used to it. It's sick, man. It's a real eerie feeling that goes on inside of your gut when you feel that. But see, this is the damn thing about it. Have no fear. Because this is exactly what they want you to do. They want you to be afraid. But here, man, I'm, uh, uh, I'm going to tell you something. I want to give up this damn solution so goddamn bad it don't make no damn sense. I got the solution. I'm going to get with some people to try to help find out what's going on with the solution. And a lot of people, I'll tell you something, people. I'm an ex-felon, okay? I'm an ex-con, okay? Two times over. Let y'all be on tell y'all some things. You know, uh, and those were back in the death back in the day. This is part of my past, okay? And I don't like to bring my past up very much. But I'm, I'm going to tell you something. When it comes down to what we're seeing here this is all of our past. And when we see what's going on here in the nature of these people sitting here just constantly just gunning blacks down for no damn reason. And what took place inside of that bathroom inside. And I mean, hold on, just to see if I, I, I look at where this is. I'm see you guys, quite sure you guys probably heard about it. But just hang on. So his name is uh, Anthony Thompson Jr., I do believe. Anthony Thompson. And, and that's in Knoxville. That's in Knoxville, Tennessee High School. It's a damn shame. And now we just reported, we just got a report in saying that uh, another man has been killed, another black man. But this Anthony, Anthony Thompson Jr., I think that happened like a week ago. That happened a week ago or so. You know, and there and there's a lot of controversy still going on behind that mess when it comes down to, you know, the gun and who got, you know, the police, another police officer got uh, shot in, uh, in the altercation. Uh, trying to make it seem as if the young man may have had the gun, they shot him and all this kind of stuff. But it turns out that the police uh, shot the man, uh, shot the other cop. While he was shooting the young uh, 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 black young man, seventeen year old, unnecessarily, and uh, from what I understand, that uh, five people are have been um, um, up to at least five people, I do believe they're saying that has been uh, shot uh, or something went down in that particular school, you know, and you know I, I don't know that you know they always going to bring it up. It's gang related. And all that kind of stuff. So, but you know, you never know. Uh, and then you have this other story here that it just premiered. It just came out where they're talking about uh, this man who, uh, where is this? It is in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. Yeah, just streamed in. Yeah, while they were serving him a warrant, they they gunned the man down. Let me hear a little bit more about this story. And I'm gonna get back with you guys in just a little bit. Okay, let me, let, hold on, I, because I'm looking at this story right now as I speak, and it just came in. Now, I'm going to tell you guys something. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking at this, and uh, the guy's name is, um, and, and like I said, he's from uh, Elizabeth City, North Carolina, Upper North Carolina. Uh, and he, his name is Andrew Brown Jr. He's 40 years old. They say he was backing. He had jumped inside of his car when he saw the police. I don't know if he ran to the car or not. I don't know. But nevertheless, he got into the car. And they claim that the police basically shot six and eight times, striking him multiple times and killing him while they was trying to serve him a warrant. Is this not war on the black man or what, man? This is war. They've already started the war, man. We just and we acting like we don't even damn know it. They've already started the way the race war. They're gonna come at you with any damn thing in the world. Serving a warrant and you shoot some damn body who's unarmed because they got in the car and decided to back out. What was he trying? Oh, he's trying to hit a police officer on his way out. Is that what that's about? They're gonna come up with any damn thing, man. But this is getting ridiculous. We got another breaking uh, news story about a little girl, seven years old. 
Now, this doesn't have to do with the police. I don't think this has anything to do with the police. And, I, and a lot of people use this excuse. Like, you know, blacks kill blacks all the time. And I can't really understand why they are always just making scenes, though. Just, yeah, you know, well, let me tell you something. Usually, if those blacks are killing blacks, I don't know what's going on. You know, it is in our community. We need, we need to really straighten that shit out big time. But one of the number one things that, that we really do need to, I mean, it's one thing when we're killing one another. And, and, and that's sad. That is the worst, you know? That is the worst. We need to come together in our community and really put it in that. That should have long stopped, you know? But how is it going to stop? If there's still a gun, and if it's still a gun, if there are no guns around, rather should I say, should I say, you got a knife? People are getting, people are killing each other with knives now, you know, like mad. But I think you may very well be a little safer, you know, with, with guns out of the way. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I might be able to at least run or maybe defend myself in some kind of way from a knife if I could see it. I got uh, stabbed up a, a couple of years back in my in my thigh. I didn't see the knife. I could steal the knife very well. You know, me being, you know, like I said, it, it, uh, ambunctious, rambunctious as I, I was at about it. I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing, you know. And it, when you're not paying attention, you're not looking at hands, you're not watching what you're doing, you're going to get got. But see, in this case, you know, you don't have to, you know, the police ain't got to watch no damn hands. They always go for that. You know, I was I was fearing for my life. Yeah, the guy's got his hands way up in the air with nothing in his hands, hands stretched wide open, you know. Get down on your knees. When he went to make his move to go down on his knees, I feared for my life. I felt he was making a move on me. You know, what the hell is that, man? I mean, it's, it's just stupid. I mean, it, it, they might as well be saying stuff like that because it's just absolutely ridiculous. You know, I'm 25 minutes into this thing. And, uh, let me look at the story here right quick uh, so you guys can take a look at this and, and see, or, or, or at least uh, listen to this and see what you might make out of it. Hold on just a second. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this one is uh, a seven-year-old Jocelyn and her father, okay? A seven-year-old young lady by the name of Jocelyn and her father. And this is coming from African Diaspora News Channel, okay, YouTube. A seven-year-old Jocelyn and her father shot in a McDonald's drive-thru. My, my, my. And I do believe this has something like people saying, uh, gang-related and all this kind of stuff. And somebody made mention Somebody may mention about how, you know, and, and this is in Chicago, you know, in Chicago and Detroit and all these places, it's, man, it is a lot of violence going on. But what we found, I'm going to tell you something about what we found out. And, and they're saying that these two men, they're saying that the two black men jumped out of a car while these, while this man and his daughter, his seven-year-old, was inside a, a inside of the, the drive-thru ordering food. And somebody jumps out of a car, I don't know whether the car was in front of them or behind them or whatever the situation was, but gunned them down right there. Gunned them down right there as they were ordering food at the McDonald's. Now, what the hell is going on around here, man? You know, you talk about the curses of Deuteronomy, okay? You know, a lot of people are talking about, oh, these are the curses. These are part of the curses. These are part of the curses and so forth and so on. This is a part of us as a community not really standing up and saying, you know what? We're tired of this bullshit, man. For real, for real, for real. And we sit back here, we're protesting, we're doing all these protests, and we're tearing up shit, and we're doing all this kind of stuff when it comes down to, you know, the, these, the, these, you know, just, just, just looting. Doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, they, they love it when you loot. Yeah, go out there. Yeah, let them tear it up. Yeah, because you know what? Our insurance is paying for that mess, man. When it comes down to their businesses and so forth and so forth. I'm not telling anybody to go to anybody's house when it comes down to stuff like that. Can you hear me say that? Okay? But when it comes down to tearing up these damn businesses and shit, that these damn evil-ass people are doing, when it comes down to... I, I really don't understand this. 
Why in the hell is it that we're tearing up these damn these stores and stuff that we need to go shopping with or, or shopping in and stuff like that? Buy good stuff up whenever these people do the stuff, the businesses and stuff like that. You're burning up. And so that that's not doing any damn thing. The only damn thing that's really doing it, like I said, that's only making things worse in your community. Even if you might say, well, let's go to the, the upper side and let's do this. Well, OK, well, whatever. But this is a damn shame. When it comes down to this gun violence and what's taking place and they're killing these babies, man. You're killing, you're, you're shooting babies and stuff, man. And I'm going to tell you something about, I'm going to do a little story about how, you know, when it comes down to these uh, these black men and who are doing all this kind of stuff, and, you know, it, it makes me really wonder sometimes whether they really are black men. I'm, I'm not going to say that, you know, black men are not doing stuff like this. You know, come out that one another. But they actually show these uh, these white guys going and getting these Hollywood costumes. They're putting them all over themselves. You know, putting them on themselves, making themselves look, you know, made up look like a black man, and going out and committing these crimes, shooting other black people, and then running off. And other people identify and say, "Oh, they were black men running off. Came and did it, and they ran off that way." Amazing me how they get away with it so easy, you know, all the time. But nevertheless, folks, um, <clears throat> you talk about childhood trauma. That's what it's about, childhood trauma. We, our children, and, and this is one of the things I'm just getting out. I'm not gonna, you know, I haven't really gotten into the any of the details. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna be doing some detailing. I'm gonna do another show on this next Wednesday. Okay, I'm gonna release another show next Wednesday on childhood trauma. We're gonna get into deeper things. But this is definitely, definitely traumatizing for any child to be able to watch this, even in, even in the news. I want to thank you all so much for listening to the show. We want to thank you all so much. I want to thank you so much, so much, so much. I want to thank you for your for your love and your support. I want to. I want you guys to be blessed, okay, by the Most High. May he continue to give you blessings. And remember, as in parting, what a big brother cousin once told me to make me a little wiser, a little stronger. He said, to love the life you live and to live the life you love. Join me on your next, on our next uh, show here. I'm kind of, I don't know for words, man. I'm just thinking about that seven-year-old. Join me on, the, on my next podcast. I'm out of here. You know who I am. You know who I be. I am the Conscious 